Welcome to the Business Results Program. This is how to transform yourself, your team, and your company to perform better and achieve higher results. Let's get started. I'm so happy you're here. My name is Pete Winarski, and I'm the CEO of Win Enterprises, LLC. Check out CompleteBusinessTransformation.com and look at the latest posts and resources we put there to serve you. I started this program because I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that hard. Business leaders like you struggle to get results, to build your team, to satisfy customers, to grow your business, and to stay sane in the midst of these crazy dynamics going on around you. My team and I have had full careers in business leadership roles, and we get it. We've had the same challenges as you, and we can share what we've learned, and we can make your life easier. In this program, I will be joined by various members of our team and other guests that I know can help you. We will offer new perspectives and share some of the secrets that you're just not hearing about anywhere else. The Business Results Program is your personal journey to improve yourself as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Hi, Pete Winarski here. I'm the CEO of One Enterprises, and I want to talk today about mentors and really giving credit to the mentors that I've had over the course of my life. And in this case, I want to talk today about Dr. Deming, Dr. W. Edwards Deming, and what he's meant to me and, and how he's contributed in, in my life, in my thinking, shaping who I am today which is where I am right now coming to you. So um, let's just briefly remind you mentors and, and you know, the fact that you can select the mentors that you work with. Having a mentor is the type of thing that will absolutely reshape who you are. You want someone to take you under their wing, to guide you, someone who can uh, represent to you uh, themselves as an expert, someone credible, someone that you look up to, someone who's been there, done that, someone who can help guide you and give you some, some new insights. And Dr. Deming was one of those people for me back in 1989, 90 timeframe. Um, in fact, this is really interesting. I have right here this book, Out of the Crisis, which was uh, Dr. Deming's. This came out, um, I think, first in 1982, and then again, uh, re-released in 1986. Here's my signed copy from Dr. Deming, and that's 1989. Now, what's interesting is I also have another copy over here, just noticing, and this one signed copy from 1990, and this one was actually, um, the second one was signed when I was working with him. I'm not sure if you knew this, but he would have a class that he taught at New York University's business school. So at NYU, every Monday, he would teach a class. He would fly up in the morning from Washington, D.C. to New York. He would teach his, uh, his classes. It was in the business school, so it was a business class, and it was really centered around his management philosophy, right? His 14 points for management and thinking differently 
um, where he teaches a lot of the principles that are in this book out of the crisis and a lot of the foundation for what he had done over the course of, of his time. So early in my career, and I negotiated to not work on Mondays, right? I would actually, Monday morning, while Dr. Deming was flying up from Washington, D.C., I was taking the train down from Connecticut to NYU, which is really kind of cool because the, the business school was down in the Wall Street area. I would actually get off of, I would change trains and then take the subway. Um, sometimes I would drive down, but if um, I would end up getting out at World Trade Center, right? So think of what the World Trade Center is today after uh, 9-11. This was, of course, you know, a couple decades before that. Being in that environment was, was really uh, amazing, and especially with 9-11, to be like, holy cow, I was right there. But that's where NYU's business school is located. It's down in, in lower Manhattan. So I would you know, attend class with Dr. Deming, um, and then he would fly off as a consultant, right? Um, back in those days, he was earning, I think, $10,000 a day, and that was like in the 80s, right? So what does that relate to in today's dollar? That's like $30,000 a day. And I know this from my, my McKinsey days and seeing I know what my billable rate was back then and what it raised up to, you know, in, in equivalent. I know some of the other guys at some of the other consulting firms and where they were then and where they are now. I mean, so the order of magnitude change is pretty outrageous. So think about that. You know, here's a guy, a guru walking the planet, if you will, from a business consultant standpoint. And that was, that was his billable number back in the eighties, $10,000 a day, right? I mean, Pretty phenomenal. So I, I would have my day with Dr. Deming and then I would get back home uh, pretty late Monday night and then go and work, you know, Tuesday through through Friday. So so the, the other book, the other copy, the first um, first time I met Dr. Deming was with uh, his four-day seminar for managers. That's actually what it was called, four-day seminar, Dr. Deming's four-day seminar for managers. And what he did in that seminar was he taught all the basic principles of his 14 points. If you're not familiar with his 14 points, I'm not going to read them all to you, but here they are, the 14 points for managers that he's highlighted and written out. And this whole book really gets into tremendous detail describing that. Now, my origins of working with Dr. Deming actually started before I met him. And that was back when I was an engineering student, industrial engineering at University of Massachusetts. There were a couple of professors there in the IE department industrial engineering, who were studying statistics and statistical quality control methods. And I actually became part of a team with them that was taking these methodologies, uh, statistical process control, process control studies, process capability, design of experiments, all these things, which later became known as Six Sigma, wasn't known as Six Sigma yet. That terminology hadn't really been coined um, you know, Motorola was just getting going. They were one of the first recognized plus or minus three standard deviations on the bell-shaped curve. Six Sigma quality range is you know, where this moniker comes from. So Dr. Deming was kind of the precursor to all of that. And he, we were studying his work, right? The statistical methodologies, you know, the control chart. Control charting is something that Dr. Deming is really attributed to bringing forth into the world, especially with some of the Japanese quality um, systems that he helped to put in place in the 1950s. Now, he, of course, credits Dr. Schuhart, Dr. Schuhart's control chart methodology, because he's the one who developed these things in the first place. And Dr. Schuhart was one of Dr. Deming's mentors. So you see how these things kind of you roll, right? The knowledge from one mentor is transferred to another mentor, et cetera, and then onward 
onward and onward. So um, what's interesting about that work at the University of Massachusetts that I was doing where we're going out into small companies. Here I am, you know, 21-ish years old, uh, going out into small companies in Western Massachusetts and helping them to implement this these practices. Well, that's that became a differentiator for me. And that's when I was hired into Wiremold, the Wiremold company in West Hartford, Connecticut. And remember, if you're tracking timeline, that's before Wiremold got rolling with lean manufacturing Toyota production system principles. So before that, and for a couple of years before that, I was center on that team as a 21, 22 year old, fresh out of school guy, you know, wet behind the ears, you know, just getting out there, really teaching Dr. Deming's principles and trying to figure out how do we apply them here? What's really amazing is as time went on and wire mold really got rolling with all of the, the lean, what we call today lean, the lean practices. And I go back and start just for, just for kicks. I was flipping through here uh, earlier today and oh my goodness, you know, here we are talking about business transformation. And you know, this is Dr. Deming is all about business transformation. It was not just quality control and statistics, although quality and statistics are certainly heavy in his material. It's a big part of how do you transform your business to be a better company for customers, for the employees, for the shareholders, et cetera. So you know, what did this do for me? The, what did I learn from Dr. Deming? I mean, obviously it shaped my thinking in terms of life is a series of experiments. One of his biggest contributions, and again, he attributes this to Dr. Schuert, is the plan, do, check, act cycle, PDCA cycle, which many people call the Deming wheel. He calls the Schuert cycle, right? So we don't even have the language, right? The lingo that we use. The plan, do, check, act cycle is everything is a series of experiments. Let's plan it out. Let's do it. Let's check the results. What did we learn? And based on what we learned, what do we do next, right? Keep turning the PDCA wheel over and over as the process of continuous improvement. I actually saw a video clip, and I don't even remember when or where this came from, of Dr. Deming in the 50s. So he's a younger guy. He was born in 1900. So in the 50s, he was in his 50s, right? So, but still a younger guy because when I met him in person, um, he was already in his late 80s, early 90s. So in his 50s, he's in Japan teaching the PDCA cycle. And there's this video of a cardboard box where he had written plan, do, check, act on the sides of the box. And I don't know the dialogue exactly because it was, even though it was a video, it was uh, silent in terms of the conversation that he was having, but still the demonstration of, of what that looked like. And that taught the continuous improvement mindset. So this is what I really picked up. You know, the continuous improvement mindset that I later had reinforced when I learned all of the, the lean practices and became, you know, someone who was responsible in different uh, company roles for actually results, productivity results, cost results, getting customer service, getting things done on time, um, shipped on time, produced on time, uh, you know, all of that, hitting the numbers, right? Getting your P&L to match what it needed to be. You know, all of those things were, the idea of continuous improvement and let's fix what's broken started with the work that I did with Dr. Deming. So Dr. Deming, as one of my mentors, I want to credit you. Of course, he's not around any longer, but um, a lot of people know the name, but not that many people have had a chance to interact and learn directly from him. And I feel blessed that I have. So 
Dr. Deming is one of my mentors. Who are some of your mentors? I'll talk about some more of mine on different uh, opportunities to chat mentors with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com. And if you want to learn more about the Win Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit completebusinesstransformation.com. Thanks a bunch, and we will catch you again soon.